Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by... As always, Steve Badegeko. And... Angie. Here we go. Here we go. We're here. It's another pick. Hi, guys. We're back. It's been a long time. Yeah, what's been new for you guys? Anything? Um, I went downstairs. Oh, And okay. I got a drink. That's I, I impressive. Went too. Yeah, he can't... We all went together. I went. We all yeah. got drinks. Yeah. yeah. Drinking buddies. That's a big soda. They didn't have any diet soda that was small. So I just had to get what is, this. I don't think I've ever seen one that size. This what is, is a that? one liter, I believe. One you liter. You got a liter of cola? You got a liter of cola. Yeah. Then You're like, you did far it. You got, yeah, you got a liter of cola. Wow. I'm not going to drink this all in one yes, sitting. Yes, you are. <laughs> you already drank like half of it. Yeah, it's already no. mostly gone. What the anyway. fuck, Brian? <laughs> Ant's, Ant's a cup half empty kind of guy. Yeah. You, you already finished mm. most of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you drank the whole thing. It's like it's I drank like a sip. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no one could see. For reference, <laughs> this is the soda. It is. We have people who cap. don't watch the videos. I've never seen well, one. You know. No, it's very unique. Yeah. Well, but you know, anyway. it's exciting. Here we I, are. Guys, really. We're at a pick. What's new? It's March. It's March. March. Yeah. March how, Madness. How was your February? What did you think of the Swift Bowl? It was awesome. I really, li- <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was really impressed with the person that won the game. Me too. <laughs> I didn't think they were the going to. The plays were, but, were great, but and they I did. liked the halftime show. What is the halftime show? Usher. It's. And all of the guests know. that came along with Usher. Yeah. It sure was great. Sure was awesome. We didn't record this before. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Usher. Who, who, who even remembers him? That's Every, everyone <laughs> our they, age. They dug into the the old. We're gonna start seeing this. Right. Yep. You know, yep. it's like, and now the Super Bowl halftime show, Limp Biscuit. That is yeah, never yeah, gonna happen. Nelly. Oh. <laughs> Nelly did one, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was he trapped in the? Cl- no, it was R. Kelly. R. Kelly. <laughs> he oh, won- he had confessions. Usher. Usher had confessions. Uh, right. And he had the biggest song of our generation, which is what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, with that was John the biggest song of our generation. Was that wasn't bigger than Poker Face. That song was ma- <laughs> that song was massive throughout like high school from like 2003 uh, to 2005. It was played constantly. Yeah, I guess it was. You That's know? only two years yeah. constantly though. It was huge. That song's a was. massive hit. He's just uh, like we haven't seen for him in decades. He was in the Muppets movie. Uh, what Muppets is with most you wanted. and every time we're talking about anything, Muppets most wanted. you gotta bring up he the is. fucking Muppets because I love the Muppets, <laughs> fuck you Muppets rule mark my words, one day you're the type I'm of guy, gonna be in a Muppet movie you're the type of guy to go and like smack Elmore All right. that's, who, that's cool. who you are so that's what that's we gotta talk about are. today um, this is probably old news for everyone, but this just happened it's in already our, old news in our time. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like three days yeah, ago I, so. Well, I just found out about it this morning. But the Elmo thing was like a week ago. Yeah, I know the Elmo <laughs> thing was a week ago. Which means it's two weeks. All right. So, so <laughs> Elmo from the Sesame Street was on the uh, the Today Show. Now, did you know that Elmo had a dad? Yeah. You knew this. What's All his right. name? And so, his dad has like a goatee and is like just like a, a stoner guy. What's his name? All right. So I got, I don't know the dad's name. He's just dad. Uh-huh. So my daughter loves elmo okay like she's very young though. we we look where if we're putting like stuff on for the kid to distract her a lot of parents they'll put on like these youtube videos like hey yeah. there yeah and it's just dancing fruit making noise and it's mindless 
So if we're going to put something on for we try to make it make sesame. It something stimulating. At least mm-hmm. it's Sesame Street. It's not overstimulating. Bit, yeah. Yeah. But she, and she has Elmo toys. She, she loves, loves Elmo. Elmo. Okay. So we put Sesame Street things on a lot. So I see a lot of Elmo in my life. And you knew he had a dad. I know he has a dad. Is this new? It could. Who? Kn- I, it's I not like know, I was you're watching. Not keeping up with Elmo. Yeah, it's, I wasn't watching Sesame so Street. Larry for 30 David years. was on the Today Show with Elmo, and I guess he just came in from off camera while Elmo was doing an interview yeah. and jostled him around. Yeah, he kind of shook just him? beat up Elmo a little. Yeah, he shook him. Or like yeah. He's kind of like hitting him. And yeah, like he's like he was him. like fake choking him, and then he walked away. And it was like okay. funny. So he fake choked a, yeah, a yeah. puppet. And the puppets like responded to what he was doing. Like whoever's Why'd controlling the puppets. They're like, oh, Larry, no. Well, <laughs> the dad is, the, Elmo's dad is helpless saying, yeah. no, get away from him. You know, and yeah. Elmo is like, I used to like you, Larry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's very funny. That's funny. Yeah. And Larry's, la- like Larry's Larry. laughing his ass off the whole time. Yeah. He gets to be an asshole. Yeah. yeah. I used to like you, And then Larry. they asked him, why did you do that? And he goes, somebody had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's hysterical. And apparently Will Wheaton, Wesley Crusher from Star Trek, The Next Generation, decided <laughs> that this is a tragedy. <laughs> he said that it watching this happen brought up the trauma of him being a child. And being abused by his dad and like had it like wrote a fucking thing on the Internet saying how Larry's like fucked up for doing because Elmo is supposed to be perpetually three years old. Uh So he's like essentially he went over and was (laughs) smacking around a three year old. Will we know this is a puppet? Does he know? Puppet, is yeah. someone going to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I, I was a little disturbed by it, too. And I'm shut I know, up. I'm not I'm not I, I'm not buying this. Up. Guys, I'm not buying this. Shut up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I take my hat off. <laughs> oh, it's serious. Oh, now. Hats hats off. Off. I don't know. All hats are off. <laughs> I don't know what I can do to convince you guys. I, this is not a bit. I am not fucking around. You okay. know, I love Larry David. I love Seinfeld. I love Curb. Sure. Yeah. I also love Muppets. I acknowledge they're fake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not disturbed on the level of Will Whedon where I'm going to write a mm-hmm. post about it. But my thing was, this is a children's thing, thing for children. For children. Speaking on the news, there's going to be children watching it. No, there's oh, not. not. Yeah, it's the yeah. news. Yeah, you know, all the all the two-year-olds are tuning in for, to the Today Show. Yeah. But they're with their parents that have it on or okay. something. And the parents are like, look, there's like, Elmo. Right. And then Larry, and then Larry comes, comes in, in and chokes Elmo. And, and that was my thought. I, where I was like, I was like, you know, it's kind of, I wish he didn't do that. I'm not going to. Are you serious? I am sir. I'm one. I'm not I, I, fucking. I'm falling around. for it. No, no. You're falling for it. it. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not fucking around. <laughs> Listen, you think, can you can think that it's out of taste. I. But you're not gonna go I don't think and it's make a crime a, or anything. Yeah, you're not gonna make a post about it saying it brought up past trauma. No, what I, what <laughs> you I, know what I mean? It's like, I, look, oh, I, maybe you shouldn't have beat up the little muppet that kids love. Yes, that's but, my point. Mm-hmm. That's it's not a dick move. But you're not. But he didn't even do anything. Yeah, he, he just didn't like jostled him. It's, it just Do we have a video of it? Because I've never seen it. It's actually been playing this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I meant for myself, but I, I'll, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I, I don't care what the fuck you're going to do to a Muppet. <laughs> like, I don't. Um, so if Larry came out and took Miss Piggy and just started raping her. You ever that's not what he did. You ever that's seen when, he uh, when they remade Faces of Death with Muppets? You ever see that? <laughs> no. 
So there, there was this in the nineties. I'm going to date myself here. Um, there were movies called Faces of Death. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I know Faces. So there was there's a couple of horrifying scenes where you'll see a guy jump off a building. Uh, you'll see cops come up to a, a woman's body in a swamp. It's really dark. It's scary. It's real life, but it's you know it's dark. Well, they replaced all the images with Muppets. So you see Kermit jumping off a building, Miss Piggy decomposing in a swamp. And I'm going to let you know, at no point did I think, this is wrong. But that's for, <laughs> but that's for adults. I was so like, I don't, I, don't I don't care. I don't care about that. That's for adults. I don't care. Like, I remember we were, see that. we were kids and we used to watch Saturday Night Live together. And my sister loved Barney. Yeah. And I'm sure you've seen the sketch. It's very famous. Where Charles Barkley is playing one-on-one basketball with Barney. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen that. Yeah. It's it's really funny, but Charles Barkley was a very rough player, mm-hmm. so he's playing rough with Barney, right. and he's like smashing him with the elbow, uh-huh. beating funny. the shit out of Barney as That's they funny. play. My sister did not like that. Was Cried. hysterical crying really? at seeing Barney get his ass kicked. Oh man, I think she got over it though. I mean, she's... I don't think it stuck with her. And know, that was Char- that was him elbowing. You know, this was maybe, just like maybe a nice if she saw light. Larry jostle the puppet. It would bring back some past trauma. Some past trauma. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Look, I'm just. I don't think this is a national tragedy. I don't think it's worthy of like a post of any kind. Yeah. But I was just like, I was like, that's a dick rails. move. I wish she didn't do it. That was my reaction. Wow. I'm not not. I'm not raining on anyone's parade. Mm-hmm. You didn't find it funny at all. That's what. Uh, that's uh, what counts. Did you find it funny? Maybe like a two or three. Just because okay. it's such a Larry David thing. Uh-huh. Right. Larry like, David's not. You that respect funny. the attempted humor. Yeah, like I could see this. <laughs> this would be a great thing to build like a curb episode around, uh-huh. where it's like after after this he happens, like, like, a, like things spiral. Well, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you, Larry? Why are you attacking yeah. the puppet? Yeah. Exactly. And like, and like the episode ends where he's in some sort of situation mm. where he needs to like get a kid, and a kid is like, "That's the guy who attacked Elmo," and it mm. doesn't help him, and it right. turns against him. It would be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. Just not in real life. I just think in real life, you know, it's kind of a dick move. I'm not. I'm not wringing my hands about it. <laughs> I think his. I think there's a level of reactions you could have to total apathy, and this is funny. Uh-huh. To Will Wheaton's like going to kill himself over it, <laughs> and I'm like, if Will kills I'm like a himself little over apathy, where I'm like, oh, I wish, I wish he didn't do that. If Will kills himself because of this, he's like, I can never recover from the abuse of Elmo. Is it funny? I think it's even funny. That makes it funny. It I makes think. it funnier, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Will has actually helped the joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he made the joke. This happened like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I so I, I took my wife somewhere and we were walking and talking about it, and it was five five days old at that point. Mm-hmm. This was like two weeks ago. Right. Why yeah. Will Whedon is talking about it now? Who knows? <laughs> like, I think this was just bugging him forever. Yeah, really stuck yeah, in ate his him up. He had to write like four or five paragraphs. He had nightmares about his dad coming in the room. Abusing <laughs> him. Oh, no. The funny thing <laughs> is, his dad was a Muppet. Uh, it, was that, it was Elmo's dad. They should. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe Elmo his, hates you. Maybe his dad was like a furry and he dressed up and like he oh, thought no. his dad was a Muppet. Oh, and that's no. why he's all like fucked up now. But I get Sesame Street songs stuck in my head now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they have this show on HBO Max where it's like the first season is all Elmo stuff. The second season is all Cookie Monster stuff, which is just sublime. You love that. The Cookie Monster ones are very funny. Uh They parody like um, actual movies. Yeah. (laughs) But they did like the Avengers and it's him teaming up with Broccoli and he has like Uh a cookie shield and shit. Oh. But it's funny, you know. 
But they do this one sketch where it's him and another monster where they make yummy food just for you. Okay. Hungry, hungry monsters to the rescue. We make yummy food just for you. And they have a food truck in every episode. They make a new food item based on dishes. This sounds, that really reminded me of how you wash your gonad song. That's 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 very Jamaican of you to sing like that. Well, we all say. know how I wash my gonads. Yeah, Feel free to sing up, along at home. Pick the soap up and, you pick the yes. soap up and you wash the gonads down. You pick that's the soap monster. up and that's you wash monster. it all around. You hear that? Yeah, it is kind of cookie, <laughs> it's monster. cookie monster. You hate that, right? Don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought of it when you're in the shower <laughs> as you're washing your gonads up and down? Unfortunately, yes. You really? <laughs> <laughs> you taught at something. I'm glad. He never washed his balls before mm. he met me. I had to teach him the mm. song. <laughs> he would dip them in the sink. <laughs> anyway. All right. We got some emails. We do. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. What do we got? Hello. Hi. Hi. I was just wondering. Who is this bot? <laughs> JMC. JMC. That's it. Just JMC. There's, there's no name. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Hi, Jim. Jesus, Michael Christopher. Ooh. <laughs> Is that like a Sopranos thing? No, <laughs> no. That sounds, that sounds like you might be onto something. To be, uh... <laughs> I was wondering if you might review one or two of the following movies for your podcast. Pod? He said. He said podcast. He's a, chip, he's a chipster. He said podcast. Podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Uh -huh. The Ooh. Irishman. Uh -huh. Moneyball. Uh -huh. Ray. I think every one of these except Ray has been discussed in the past. All yeah. the president's men. Is that that's not a true story? Right? All the president's men. Yeah, yeah. Like it's that about movie. um. That have you seen it? Yeah, I think I've... it's about um the Leonard and Bernstein or Wood Woodward and Bernstein. Leonard and Bernstein. Did <laughs> we just do that? <laughs> we just did Leonard and Bernstein, right? It was very gay. Yeah, it was up there. Uh, no, Woodward and Bernstein. Darling, did somebody call? <laughs> I heard you need. I heard you needed me. I'm yeah. investigating the president for corruption. <laughs> I work for the Post. <laughs> Uh, it's Robert Redford. It's about uh, them with the Nixon papers oh, and all okay. that. Deep yeah. Throat. Yeah, yeah, it's about yeah. that shit. Yeah. It's not a bad movie, but, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, I will tell you what that- What I think? I was thinking of a movie with De Niro from, like, the late 90s that's about, like, uh, the media, like, running the country. And, with like, De Niro? presidential corruption. The fuck am I thinking of? De Niro? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> is it a true story? No, I don't think it is. Is he president? No, he's not the president. Talk about heat. No, I'm not talking about <laughs> heat. Why not? He's got yeah, great, great ass. ass. <laughs> you got your head all the way up it. <laughs> what, what? Uh, zero day. No. Wag the dog. Yes, wag the dog. I've never That's seen a it. Horrible That's name it. for a movie. Is that a comedy? No. Is it a kids movie? No. <laughs> It's about like corruption at the deepest level, the deep state. <laughs> Wag of the I've dog. never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, continue with the email. So that's it. He just wanted to know if we would uh, review one of those. Out of all those, I feel like Bonnie and Clyde would be up there. Bonnie and Clyde um, is definitely. I almost one of those movies I've never seen, but like it's like a classic. I've seen it. It's yeah. great. Um, something I want to talk about is that I love the Irishman. Moneyball stinks. I love it. Moneyball, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm picking it this baseball season. Fuck. 
So that's coming up. So you can prepare for Honestly, that. Honestly, usually our baseball episodes are very funny. Yeah. But, <laughs> you yeah. bring such hate. Ray, you're going to have to wait till next February for Brian yeah, to yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. We'll get LaDonda. Yeah. LaDonda, <laughs> 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 we're doing Ray. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Brian wants the virtue signal. Tell us month. about black people. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wait till next February. It's funny. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> what gay movie are you going to pick this month? <laughs> March is women's month, so I'm picking a woman's movie. Uh, no, March is Irish. No, International Women's Month. What about St. Paddy's? I wanna, I'm doing something for St. Yeah, Saint you're Patty's. doing St. Paddy's. Yeah. But uh, March is International Women's Month. Didn't your wife get mad at you last year? We didn't do a chick thing? No. What? Did she? I vaguely remember this, that you. she was like, you did nothing for Women's Month. She may have said that, but I don't yeah. think you're serious. I, I think she's probably <laughs> busting your balls. But that's it. He said, enjoying the podcast. Appreciate nice. your takes on the films you review. Sweet. So get ready, Thank baseball you. season. I'll be picking Moneyball mm-hmm. and get ready for that. Thanks. Excited for that one. All right. This is from our buddy, Seth. Oh, Seth. Seth Hi, is, Seth. Seth is a little long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seth, Seth can uh, really get out of sentence. <laughs> we we need Seth. We, we got more fill Seth. I love Seth. <laughs> we got to fill these minutes. All right. Hey, guys. Hi. I watched Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, fuck. I'm not a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> no, you are a junkie. I'm probably as square as you guys. I was mostly just bored by it. Yeah. Yeah. Rupp and Aunt G seemed to find it personally offensive. They did. Yeah. I disagree. I don't think I did. That you could disagree. We're talking about his opinion. Keep going. (laughs) I wasn't personally offended. He's wrong. You're wrong. Much like that day. (sighs) Keep going. (laughs) I'm surprised anyone could see it as pro drugs. Though, because they don't seem like they're enjoying it at all. Their lives are hell. I'm going to disagree. I disagree with completely. Steve? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Put him up, bitch. <laughs> uh, this, I, I, I'm on the side with you. I think you can see it as pro-drugs, but I could see some people with a different eye not seeing that. But I think this seemed slightly more pro-drug than not, yes. Okay. You're outvoted, Seth. Yeah, you're outvoted. Um, <laughs> Sorry. He said, there's no legal fallout true, but their lives are punishment enough. Look also what happened true, to the though. real dudes. But that's not in but the movie. But what's wrong with their lives in the movie? They get off scot-free with everything. They win. Yeah. <laughs> they fly away, yeah. you know? Their lives in the movie are two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should have listened to Steve more on this one. <laughs> there was a lot more to say about the world the counterculture was rebelling against. I don't really see how it's about the death of the American dream or about the failure of counterculture. That was lost on me, but Steve's right. We shouldn't look at it through modern eyes. The movie's 25 years old. The book is 53 years old. Again, though, I was mostly just bored. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> fuck so, these two. I actually agree with what Seth said. Yeah, fuck really? these two. You think so? The, the movie doesn't say anything about that stuff. Uh-huh. And ju- but then he... he what what did he say? He was just like, uh, we need to look at it from their eyes. I don't think there really is a point of view from their eyes to take. Like, I think it's like this shit just happened. Yes. You know, I'm not getting back into this. 
Um, let's continue. I'm glad we get to fight. Um, <laughs> I, try, I tried to go that route. and we, It failed. Let's continue. He said, I rewatched it, but I also saw it back then when I was 20. Yeah. I never felt the need to rewatch it except for this. But it didn't make me want to do drugs. Mm-hmm. Not that I would have then or would now. We're nowhere to get masculine or either or LSD or whatever else. I guess liquor, well, and grass is legal. I can't remember what else he had. The movie seemed mostly try hard, as kids say. Mm-hmm. I guess it wasn't that memorable because I never felt the need to see it again. I did find that one line funny when Johnny Depp wonders. <laughs> Brian vets these very well. <laughs> Keep going. I did find that one line funny when Johnny Depp wonders if they'll have to kill Tobey Maguire and bury his head somewhere. Very funny. Yeah. I've never been to Vegas, but if I did go, I'd want the full Vegas experience, including burying a hitchhiker or a hooker in the desert. Mm. Oh, Preferably a hooker. But I'm not a complete monster. I'd insist it be one who didn't have a family. Well, you want to find a transient if you're going to kill someone. Yeah. Or a fat person. That's who you want to track down. I like The best best thing about robbing a fat guy. guy. Uh, They can't chase you. I like how Seth is just devolving into insanity before our very eyes. Seth Seth goes back and forth and within within the space of one sentence he change he flips like one point of view to the other. <laughs> it's like it's like we're gonna go to the movie. I'm gonna go to Vegas. I want to. And kill if I a, go to Vegas, I want to kill I'm a, killing a, a drucker. And I thought about this thoroughly. This is what you want in a fan base. Yes, I agree. I love Seth. Seth, Seth is the quintessential perceiver. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he's rising to the top of your rankings. Um, all right, so and this is the last part of his email. I watched your review of Maestro. I would have preferred a movie about the Maestro from Seinfeld. I didn't watch it, and I'm glad I didn't. But I did enjoy your review. A highlight was riffing on the shitting with the door open thing in the comedy remake with Nathan Lane. <laughs> Still a great idea. That was funny. <laughs> it's a great idea. Incidentally, LBJ held cabinet meetings like that, and it was a total douche power move. Yeah. yeah I, what a power move. Yeah. He just dominates them. <laughs> That's just what I, I'm going to start potting from the toilet. I'll bring the mic in with yeah. me. Um, anyway, from the trailer, I thought it probably sucked giant elephant cock. If he ever sucked elephant cock. They didn't have. include it in the movie, but plenty of other cocks. Your mother sucks big elephant dicks. You got that? What is that? <laughs> Raging bull. Okay. <laughs> we could do that, too. We could. Um, I was going to say it looked like it sucked ass. It's funny. The movie Tar with Kate Blanchett was about a lesbian conductor who slept around. Do they have to be gay to get away with it? Bond can't get away with that anymore. But if he was gay, I guess he would be empowered. I've included my own maestro door drawing, and it's a cartoon which I can't show, but it is a dick going in a butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Why funny. Why can't you show it? Because I don't think can, you you, can we show that on YouTube? No, I don't. I don't think <laughs> it's so. funny. It's a very, it's very crude funny drawing. though. <laughs> He drew ass fucking and sent it to you. It's his own ma- maestro drawing. Yeah, with, with the interpretation of my hairy yeah. balls. That's hysterical. So, Thank you, Seth. That's the last of our emails. Um, yeah, I mean, look, the the modern narrative of society is they don't want a man like James Bond to be masculine and go around and fuck a bunch of hot chicks. 
That's that's what the people making the movie believe audiences want. And when you look at box office receipts, I think it's clear that they are totally right. And companies like Disney and, <laughs> and Universal and Warner Brothers, they have their pulse on the finger of what audiences want. We, Steve, and I, Steve and I were talking about this mm-hmm. the other day. Uh, he's watching True Detective. Mm-hmm. The new the one? first time. Oh. No, I never seen it. I watched the oh. first season. Did you finish it? I finished the first season and I'm I'm halfway through the second. I never watched though no, I only watched the first season. First season's yeah. awesome. So it's got uh, some problems, but it's awesome. I was stuck in the house last week and uh my wife has been watching the new True Detective. Yeah, is it good? Which is Jodie Foster and uh this uh it's a black chick, right? It's it's a black chick with with dermal piercings in both cheeks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's not the point. She's a, is she um, a cop? Yes. Yeah, oh, cops yes, always yes. have. Those. They're in Alaska. Detectives always have dermal piercings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're in Alaska. But if you remember um, the first season of True Detective, which was probably close to ten years ago now, if not mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Um, it was Woody Harrelson banging some of the hottest chicks on earth. Yeah. Yep. And. The one of the scenes I saw my wife was watching True Detective, the new one, was just Jodie Foster, who's lezzing out. Let's let's be fair, is over the hill. She's like sixty, uh, yeah, and she's just banging this old guy, and it's really just like what the fuck? Like it's it's like uncomfortable watching these people fuck. And I was just like, remember when when this started, where we were? Does, does your wife think it's good? I like think she show? gave up on it because oh, it was so could. shitty. I uh, <laughs> yeah. I mentioned to him, I, I was like, hey, I, I'm starting season two. And I'm like, a lot of these characters are not believable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how did it fall so far? Because it's, it's, it's just one the season. biggest drop off ever. It's one season difference. And already yeah. the characters are not believable at all. There's a gay uh, highway patrol officer who is struggling with his sexuality, but he's in California, which is like the mecca of gayness. What year does it take place? This take place in modern times. Oh, no, because sometimes they're period pieces, mm-hmm. you know, so that's why I was asking. Oh, no, I think this took place in modern. I didn't watch it. Worst case in the 90s, and even then it's early 2000s. That first season is lightning in a bottle perfection mm-hmm. yeah. that you just, you can never duplicate it. it. Yeah. And it's like, you have one of the best performances on in TV history of all time McConaughey. with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah he never, made it. They yeah. should, they honestly, it's like, you created something perfect, you should have just left it alone. Yes. Because all you've done is kind of sully that perfect season at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen the other ones. I don't know if they're good, but it's just kind of my perception. You can't top it. I don't think so. Yeah. But, I'm. Oh, so you finished it. You loved it? I finished season one. I'm I'm almost done with season two. I'm like more than halfway through or halfway through. I gotta How's wait. Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn's fine, but he's not believable. He's I, not I, believable I, as a, as that level of criminal. I watched oh, it he's a criminal? when it's a criminal when it first aired, and I th- I think I made it like three episodes before it tapped out. Okay, just wasn't it wasn't grabbing. It's yeah. very boring, yeah. and it's not like I I get that like oh look all detective work is not always serial murderers. Sometimes it's business murders, and sometimes it's you know different aspects of detective work. Did you see the guy with the bird head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the guy with the bird head. Yeah. <laughs> You see the yellow. Um, it's just <laughs> not. <laughs> it's just the characters. Reggie Ledoux are not good. That's all. The characters are aren't believable characters. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's history time, guys. It's history time. Uh, it's morphin time. I'll you go, said uh, you got something light. I'll go first. I think we all have something light. 
Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so <laughs> I have the Efert Latrine Disaster. You sure you're saying that right? I don't... Uh, Is it Greek? E-R-F-U-R-T. Eifert. <laughs> Eifert? E-R-F-U-T? E-R-F-U-R-T. This is Earth. Holy Earth. Roman Emperor Effort. shit. Effort. Okay. Effort. So, okay, continue. Long story short, Holy Roman Emperor. Yeah, long story short. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the world's like a bar after hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great joke that a lot of people won't get. Please, Colin, come on the show. Please. <laughs> yeah, if anyone knows Colin Quinn, reach out, please. Yeah, tell him. Tell him. Come sit with three fucking nobodies yeah. for an hour of his life. Come. <laughs> um, but this is Holy Roman Emperor shit, mm-hmm. and Ant probably knows more, definitely knows more about this than me. I'm not really well versed on this history, but as far as I know, it's a bunch of kind of little kingdoms and territories throughout Germania, the German area. What is today modern Germany was broken up into more or less uh, independent duchies and kingdoms that all owe allegiance to a central authority generally, for the most part, in Vienna. Uh, And that would be the Holy Roman Emperor, the Habsburgs. Uh, And they continued in that state of affairs for a very long time until Napoleon came around and abolished it. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. So... Obviously, um, this persists for a while, but one of the biggest guys there is Henry the Lion. What uh, what what year are we talking? This event in particular takes place July twenty sixth, eleven eighty four. Eleven eighty four. We're going way back. Okay. So it's very it's very hot. It's a July. Just keep that in mind throughout the story. <laughs> okay. All right. But Henry the Lion is like kind of Henry uh, the Lion. Yeah, he's he's pretty famous. He became mm-hmm. like a cultural icon later in Germany. Okay. Um, like used for propaganda and stuff like that. But he had a whole bunch of things. A bunch of the other kingdoms teamed up to kind of take him out, right? Okay. After this, there's a bunch of territorial disputes. Always. The main one is in that for this particular thing that you need to know is between Louis III of Thernagaria? Thernagia? I don't know. And... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's I fucking foreign. <laughs> Thernigia. Thernigia. Say it, King. Surprise <laughs> <laughs> me where is his Burger King crime taking a flight. <laughs> and um, I want to keep riffing with that, but change the subject before we just lose uh, like a half hour. Of- <laughs> um, so then there's, and his main dispute is with the Archbishop Conrad of Mines, Mines, M M A I N Z, Mines, 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 right? Yeah. Not Mains. That's uh, that's Mains. that French that's... rap group, right? No, it's, it's a Norwegian black metal band that have <laughs> yeah. a French rap part on the song "Come to Pass." <laughs> Mains is good. Mains rule. I just yeah. bought one of their albums yeah. yesterday. <laughs> but so he has a do- thing with him, and that he's not a real archbishop. He was appointed by the antipope. Uh huh. And he didn't like that Lewis kept kind of expanding his kingdom, getting closer to the border of where this archbishop is, mm-hmm. right? And they go to King Henry the Sixth of uh, the Roman, the Holy Roman Emperor at this point, and they're like, "We have a dispute. You got to call a diet." Okay, that's a gathering of the nobles. Exactly. 
a diet. You know, that's not what it's I'm what on. you're on. Yeah. <laughs> I am on. Don't I look good, guys? <laughs> Just take a second, right, guys? Don't I look good? <laughs> Bask in the glory. <laughs> Showing off <Man>. the guns. <laughs> Showing off the pit stains that are fucking prominent right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. This shirt has been through the ringer. I wanted to wear something green for St. Patrick's Day. Do that again. Well, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> The stains have ate through the shirt. It's translucent now. Oh, yeah, I, think I, I definitely have like holes in the armpits. You are a fucking schlub when you want to be. Want to be? I think always. You are what you repeatedly do. And you're a schlub. So, anyway, um, they call these archbishops together, right? And they mm -hmm. go to this cathedral. Um, Mines, it's it's in Erfurt, 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 wherever they go there. Erft. It's the Petersburg Citadel, right? Mm -hmm. And oh. all these other um, noblemen show up because they hear about this, right? Gold chains. So stuff. there's sixty noblemen that mm -hmm. want to attend this land dispute mm -hmm. and hear the ruling, mm -hmm. because for them, they're like, this is their entertainment, oh, right? God, sure, yeah. the story. You've heard this? Oh, uh, keep going. Okay. Yeah. What are you gonna come? <laughs> yeah, he's oh I heard this one. No, yes. That's the different reaction you'll see. <laughs> so they're all there, and they're standing. The king is on like this. Um, I'm come. <laughs> the king is like a little further back. He's on like almost an altar. Not an altar, but I, he's raised, raised platform. And it's a raised yeah. platform made of stone. Everybody else is on the wood, right? Mm -hmm. So he can like do the ruling. They're almost like spectators. Mm -hmm. And he's getting ready to do the ruling. And nobody is paying attention that the wood is creaking. Oh, no. All the noblemen fall through. They break the They stand. break the floor the, breaks. The floor breaks. And they fall into a latrine oh. that was built by the monks and had never been taken care of for years and years and years oh my god and they are in shit shit and piss and 60 fucking <laughs> noblemen. 60 noblemen all right some died from like debris falling on their head those uh, were the lucky ones yeah. the other ones drowned of shit oh yep or yeah. or the yeah sounds like you're gonna come right yeah <laughs> or the stench suffocated them because it smelled so bad that they died and they couldn't breathe wow the king <laughs> is on the throne stuck until help arrives. They had to get ladders to get him down. Um, Louis III and the archbishop did not get their dispute settled. Well, audible. Yeah. <laughs> After that, they were like, I've seen some shit. <laughs> um, so these are the people that we know died that are kind of like more known. Mm -hmm. Count Gozmar III of... Ziegenhagen. He's definitely well known. <laughs> yeah. Uh, count Frederick the First, you know, all these little counts. That's I'm not gonna name them all, but that's that's really it. So basically, he survived because the king survived because he was on this stone alcove. It's good to be the king. Uh Louis the Third survived. And it was actually kind of worked out for him in a way because one of the other noblemen there. He suspected of stealing a one of one book that like ran throughout his family. When he got married, he had a big wedding, right? And one of the dudes that was there, 
he was like, they stole my fucking, this one of one book. I know it was this jerk off, right? That guy died in the, in the event. And then when he got out, the person, that group's family gave him the book back. And they were like, here's your book. So he was right mm -hmm. that the guy stole the book. But also keep in mind, this is July. So it's as hot as possible. As they're in the Ugh. latrine drowning to death. Wow. That is a disgusting and, and horrible way. That's the Efort latrine disaster. Quite the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me a little sick. <laughs> wow. I thought, you, I thought you may know about that. I either. had never heard that one. No. This was news to me. All um, right. You want to go? I guess I'll go. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Winky the Pigeon. Woo, woo. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Is he a good feather? <laughs> she. Is she a good feather? Um, no. Good feathers, by the way? From Animaniacs. So funny. Yes. Great <laughs> bit. Funny bit. Um, do you remember that uh it's a movie? It was like a, a I g I don't know if it was Pixar, but like that style from like two thousand four about World War II pigeons. I vaguely remember. I this. think Ewan McGregor was the pigeon. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. I do remember um, this. But it is that is not what Winky's about. Um, Valiant. Winky about? Valiant. Yes, that was it. Um, it is a Disney movie. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that one? I never saw that. No. Um. <clears throat> so, February twenty third, nineteen forty two. Okay. Uh, in Scotland. Uh, there is a RAF um, air base on an island off the coast of Scotland. And they are using this island to uh, raid German shipping off the coast of Norway. They send out bombers to go hunt German ships, like cargo ships. Norway, by this point, had been conquered by the Germans. And it is their main source of things like iron. So that, that would be the main... Uh, you know, shipping containers that they're they're trying to take out. Iron, obviously, a major war material. Uh-huh. Um, Bomber Command has some apprehension about the radio. They what about Bomberman? Did he have apprehension? Bomberman? People can hear the radio. Do you remember Bomberman Hero, the second game? Is that the one on 64? Yes. Bomberman 64 was I great. loved Bomberman well, There was Bomberman 64, and then there was Bomberman Hero. I don't remember Hero. I had I had Hero. Uh, it was like a side scroller. Oh uh, no! I had sixty four was great multiplayer. Bomberman sixty four was a really fun was game. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, Bomber Command has some apprehension about the radio. Radio is fairly new. It's been around about twenty years. Um, All they hear is Radio Gaga, Radio, radio Boo Blue Boo, Blue. and Radio Blah Blah. <laughs> what a shit song! I love that song. Obviously, you don't because you couldn't remember the words. <laughs> It's Goo Goo Gaga and blah blah. Oh, I can't remember Goo -Goo. the Radio Gaga. Radio Gaga. Radio That's bullshit. It. Electric Radio Six has a great sucks. cover of that too, by the way. Electric Six is awesome, but that song sucks. That's where Lady Gaga gets her name. Yeah, it is. Son of a <laughs> <laughs> So um they issue a rule because they don't trust radios that okay. each crew bring along with them two pigeons. Now, the pigeon, don't ask me to explain why, they have some kind of homing instinct that when they uh, are released, they fly back to their home. They go home. Mm -hmm. um, 
the idea being, if the radio can't be used, you can send out a pigeon with a message attached to it and someone can receive it. They'll go home. Right. Yeah, I've always wondered about that because you always hear like, you know, when you read Game of Thrones or Harry mm. Potter, there's all these birds sending people yeah. messages. <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck does anything they get They were used extensively to? in World War One, mm-hmm. But uh, by two, they were kind of being phased out, but they were still around at this point. So 1942. Well, if you want to use something better than a carrier pigeon, I would recommend something like Riverside. Very good. Right? Good. Riverside is faster, more effective, and more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And all you got to do to sign up is click our link down in the promo code, and you could be commuting in beautiful 4K. 4K. Mm-hmm. From your home, you could have pigeons around you if you desire. You don't need to. You could be like the pigeon lady from Home People, Alone 2. People, Arnold. People. <laughs> That's Hey Arnold. Right? Yeah, yeah, Pigeon Man. He yeah. flew off into the sun. <laughs> Look, Riverside is the way to go for all your telecommuting needs. Click our link down there on the promo code. Sign up. Enjoy Riverside.fm. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very Maybe. nice. All right. Good. So six Bristol Beaufort bombers go out on this raid mission, and they're hunting up and down the Norwegian coast for a few hours, and they don't find any targets. So they're abandoning the mission and heading home. On the way back, one of the planes has an engine failure, and they are forced to ditch into the North Sea. Now, remember, it is February. Yeah, this sucks. Um, The pilot was a very skilled guy, and he was able to more or less land the plane on the ocean without it exploding or being ripped apart. Mm -hmm. So they're more or less intact, and they're able to get on a life raft, like an inflatable life raft. And they are now four guys out in the ocean. Stuck. Just and waiting. they release Winky the Pigeon, who was on board. The they plane. had their pigeon. Yes. They saved the pigeon? Yes. Uh, for whatever reason, they were not able to attach any kind of message to Winky. So she just- Well, they probably didn't have paper. She just yeah. flew. Um, the rest of the planes, the other five, make it home. And one of them hasn't made it, so they go back out to try and search for them. And they search all night. Mm-hmm. And they come up with nothing. Uh, the next morning, a guy named... Uh, Blinky? Not Blinky. Stinky. George Ross. George Ross is a pigeon man. He knows his fucking pigeons. I'm a pigeon man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He owns Winky. I'm, th- I'm thinking of that. He um, has raised Winky. He's trained Winky. I'm thinking of that uh, he's SNL played with Winky. Yes. I'm an oil man. Yes. He's played with Winky. So George Ross. <laughs> I knew that would get him. <laughs> George Ross wait, walks out into his pigeon coops and there's Winky. Do you know how George Ross talks? How? Why does he talk? Pac-Man. <laughs> Why is he Pac-Man? Blinky. <laughs> What's Blinky? It's one of the ghosts. Okay. You didn't get it? No. <laughs> It's such a Brian connection. <laughs> it's Pac-Man. It's so weird. That's good. You just didn't get it. So Winky, uh, George is very surprised to see Winky show up at his house. Yeah. Um, she is exhausted and has oil all over her. So George Ross, being like this insane pigeon man, is able to determine by the level of exhaustion of the bird that she has flown somewhere between 100 like 10 and 150 miles. Wow. Jesus. And he deduces that because she has oil on her, 
she has rested on an oil tanker somewhere on the way. That makes sense. Uh, so he calls up the RAF base with this information. And the RAF guys collaborate co uh, with the Navy to find out if there are any oil tankers in the region. And sure enough, there was one. And they're able to narrow down the search parameters based on this. Holy so crap. they send the planes back out again. And sure enough, 15 minutes in, they find the four guys floating on the raft. They drop a care package with some food, some blankets, and some cigarettes. And a few minutes later, a, a, na a Navy ship comes and picks them up. These guys' lives are saved because but of the fucking bird. Wow. Winky. Yep. Uh, Winky. Winky's cool. We'll go on to get- uh, Become a national socialist? She's- <laughs> Well, that was ironic. <laughs> the pigeon, right? <laughs> um, that's what that movie's about, by the way. The Ewan McGregor movie. It's about like British pigeons fighting Nazi pigeons. Wait, there's Nazi pigeons? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Winky will get a a medal for her for gallantry for Hell her service. Yeah. And uh, she was later taxidermied and is on display to this day. You can go see Winky. The bad guys, it, see Winky. the bad guys in the pigeon movies, it looks like, are eagles. Oh, they're e right. Yes, they're, Von, they're Nazi birds. Von Talon is the, is the main villain. <laughs> Von we technically could do that, yeah. right? And That's close Von, enough. Von Talon is going to deliver messages to Der Fuhrer himself. <laughs> I, I want we to see this. We can 100% do yeah. that Ricky on Gervais this show. Is one. Yeah, yeah. We can I think, do that I think John Cleese John is. John Cleese yeah. is. <laughs> John Hurt is an old seagull. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Jim Broadband is one. Hugh Laurie is like a trainer. Tim Curry is Von Talon. Oh, my a God. A German falcon. He's a falcon. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yeah, this movie's got to be just fucking a riot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the story of Winky. So Winky I'm sorry, cool. I missed the end. So Winky got got a medal and, and taxidermied and is on yeah. display. Okay, yeah. Go see. Do we know where? Somewhere in England. It's like a museum. I would assume look, uh, like look a military up a picture museum. Of Winky. Yeah, she's yeah. out there. What a what a life led by that bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, and uh, one one final thing. Uh, I heard about Winky for the first time from the song Winky. By Big Big Train, the English prog band. Is that why you picked uh, this? That's why I picked this. So they, if you listen to the song, it recounts the entire story I just told you. But Winky. with maybe even more detail. They get real into it. <laughs> you should have just you should have just recited the song. I should have. Oh, yeah. Now that's cool. you told me about Big Big Train before. You told me you're going to see them. Yeah, next month. And so the other day I was home and I was like, I just messaged you about mm -hmm. Big Big Train. They're a great band. Been around since the 90s. The singer sounds just like friggin' Peter Gabriel. In yes, Logden. I, I forget his first name. Now, could you tell uh, me what you tell the audience what you told me? You yeah. Realized? So I, I was I was a big fan of Big Big Train. Um, I got a apparently bunch, not big enough. I apparently I got a bunch of their albums and uh, I saw that they were going on their first ever tour of the United States uh, this coming March. I guess I suppose this will probably come out after the show, right? No, it's gonna come out like right before. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, so if you want to meet Angie, go go see Big Big yeah, Train. Go see Big yeah. Big Train and meet New your Jersey. local celebrity. Celebrity. Um, soon to be worldwide. So I went and I bought tickets, and then I found out literally like later that day that the guy I love, the the singer Mike, I think his name's Mike Logden, uh, he 
a few months ago was fixing something on his roof and fell off and died. And apparently his bandmates didn't waste any fucking time and pretty much jumped in the guy's grave and replaced him. What else are you going to do? The I, tour's, you're spending a lot of money on the so. tour. Here's what I think happened. <laughs> he wasn't they, good? He, no, they, they were like, they were like, I think we should go to the Americas. He's like, I never want to go to the Americas. I never want to go there. <laughs> oh, I don't. Sir. That's the accent I've chosen for him. <laughs> right. And he's like, I'll never go there over my dead body. And then he died. All right. <laughs> he fell off the roof, <laughs> and they were like, finally. Now yeah. we're good. You think they pushed him off? You think it was an inside job? I think to... he was doing some Christmas decorations to please his family and the neighborhood children. Doing asshole labor. Yeah, and oh, it yeah. took him out. Mm. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> Maybe he got like a bigger percentage of the tour. So if they wipe him out and they get a new guy, it's a lower percentage that they have to give out. You know what I mean? You got to think like that. <laughs> They've had a lot of members, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, are they all dying? Well, he was the main guy. He was like writing everything. Oh. And then now he's dead. And I'm a little disappointed, but I'm still going to go to the show. I'm sure it'll be great. It'll be a, it'll be a good show. Although I'm sure they found someone that could uh, live up to that expectation. Right. Is that you know? is his name Nick Derverglio? No, that's Nick DeVirgilio, the former uh, drummer of Spock's Beard, who is now the current drummer of Big Big Train. I'm trying to find. His, I'm trying to find. <laughs> Get this on guy's the level, name. bro. There's there's no Mike. Don't you know you're inside out regulus? Oh, was he wrong? <laughs> was it it might not be Mike. It's Logden. Lo- Logden. There's no Logden. Who's the fucking singer of Big Big Train? Come on, bro. Gregory Spawden? That's the new guy. <laughs> Rick Ricard Soldier Bloom? No. Dave Foster? No. How Claire, many singers have they? Claire had? Lindy. Bro. Um. Come on. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> Martin Reed? No. We get our facts Andy right Poole. Here. Are you just David, name, are you David naming, Longden? There you go. <laughs> How many lead singers have they had? David Longden. That it took that long. <laughs> they've, had, they've had a long career. They've been around for like they've 30 years. They've had a lot of members. Mm-hmm. That's still a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I'm most familiar with the era between like 2010 and now. So like the uh, earlier stuff, I'm not even, I don't even know that. Yeah. Well. David Longden wasn't on that. They stuff. were trying to find their mm-hmm. footing. All right. <laughs> David Longden is not the original vocalist. Uh-huh. He came into the band in like two. I have their first album, which I only played like once. Uh, Goodbye to the Age of Steam. Mm. This is the Big Big Train Show. Welcome yeah. everybody. Yep, yep, there we go. <laughs> Look, we don't get to prog out often. <laughs> Indulge no, us for ten minutes. We never prog out often. <laughs> it's it's been our our musical tastes have been really showing the last few uh, weeks. Yeah. I'll say. Um, I got a story. All right. Uh, because I want to do some Irish stuff. I want to pick an Irish movie. Fight. <laughs> I want to get drunk and fight. I want to kick out the English from wherever I am. Get out, Anthony. Um, I want to talk about the Irish Rebellion of 1798. Mm-hmm. I will beat you until you're an Irishman. <laughs> I only got one good arm. I will fuck you up. <laughs> the last words my dad said to me. <laughs> um, these I bring this because, like I said, I am picking some uh, Irish-themed film for my pick. Um, but I also like the outcome of this rebellion specifically because it actually is still reverberating today in, okay. in a couple of different ways. So let's go over this. Um, this took place 1798. It was only a four-month rebellion, um, and it really 
changed a lot. Four here. month rebellion, and that's fucking long. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty long. Um, <laughs> the people involved: United Irishmen, mm-hmm. random pe- random uh, nationalist defenders, and France. What year are we in? Seventeen ninety eight. Seventeen ninety eight. Okay, so about to be in the eighteen hundreds here. It's the uh, middle of the French Revolution that yeah. comes into play. Yeah. The rebellion was against Great Britain, obviously, and also people aligned with the crown for the Kingdom of Ireland. So you had a lot of people who were nationalists. Versus, my island. Yeah. Yeah. My island. Let's talk about the numbers here first before we get into the story. For the Irishmen, you had 50,000 troops, 4,100 French regulars, and 10 French Navy ships. Because the French are fighting the British constantly. The, Fr- the French saw this as an opportunity to disrupt the their enemy, the British Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, while the uh, the revolution was happening. Well, they right. they just you know we're not too far removed from the American Revolution. This is true. Mm-hmm. It's like well, you have all this nationalism going around. It's and all the Irish want a piece of that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we won, so now everybody is like, they can, see the kings can in the this armor. Be done? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the problem with that. Um, they were against 40,000 militia, so Irish aligned with the crown, 30,000 British regular troops, 25,000 yeomanry. What's, what are those? Yeomanry. 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 Excuse me. It's a reserve army. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, then- I thought like yeomans, a like thousand, uh, A thousand Hessians were on this fight. Hessians. Hessians. So it was pretty massive, to be honest. Yeah, it was a big fight. And the casualties were insane. Uh, Irish lost 10,000 to 50,000 estimated with 3,500 civilian deaths. Uh, and they're already a British Excuse me, uh, right? 10 to, fi- 10 oh, to yeah. 50,000 Irish troops and civilians. Uh, 3,500 were French captured. Okay. So the French got their asses beat. They lost seven ships. <laughs> For the losses of the British, five, 500 to 2,000 military, 1,000 loyalists. So the Irish took a beating. The British were like, look. Americans may beat us, but there's no way we're losing to the fucking Irish. <laughs> so let's talk about how this happened and how it really like resonates today. Okay. This is how they they ended up in Ulster, right? Like all the Protestants went up to Ulster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. so the first, the Society of United Irishmen were formed in Belfast by uh, the Presbyterians. Northern which is, Ireland. Which is in Ulster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were opposing, you know, the crown. Mm-hmm. They, and... When you are looking to do reform, you're going to have a lot of messy uh, stuff. With this movement, they wanted to form a republic with the Catholic majority. And one of the main reasons was that they were rack-rented tenantry drove it. So they were all just tenants. They weren't allowed to own anything. Right. And they, it drove they don't own insane. property. Yeah. yeah. You've got like British landlords that they pay. Like rents. in yes. um, Far and Away when we yes, watch that. Exactly. Yes. And- the reason why I say that also kind of mimics stuff today is in the United States is probably like the most tenants ever at this point, mm. which are kind of like, I was like, huh, that's something that, that sparks uh, movements, you know, and I'm, I'm curious if that's going to happen here. I actually think what has happened in America, if we're going to talk about owning property, mm-hmm. I think it's led to a lot of especially younger people to feel dejected and like they don't have a stake in anything. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with and, these people. And it's led right. them to just be completely like, you know. Well, that that opens the door to things like socialism. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. what's happened. Uh-huh. And that's what happened. Well, that's what they tried to do here. 
And that's kind of what you do see some socialist um, aspects coming into the United States through the means that means, right? Like, oh, if you're poor, you don't want land, you don't the Bernie Bros. Yeah. Yeah, the Bernie Bros. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was like, that's interesting how it just keeps repeating, you know? So when this group forms, remember we're talking about the Society of United Irishmen, the French hear about this and are like, let's join them. Let's help these guys out. Oh, it's the enemy of my enemy. The enemy of my enemy's friend. Plus the these Republican French are obviously going to support anyone rising up and trying to, you know, become a republic. They so, also yeah, it's like, look, America's yeah. probably supported them in Especially speech. one yeah. that if they do that will knock out the, the British from yeah. the war. They also found uh, democratic militants in Britain and like recruited them. Sure, yeah. And when that happened, uh, martial law was declared and they started weeding everyone out. So as they're so as they're weeding people out, um, little uncoordinated like uprisings start happening because they're doing mm -hmm. like the martial law in your in your town. You're not allowed to hang out. Well, fuck right. you. Yeah, we're gonna re rebel. Mm -hmm. So as all these rebellions are happening, the French are just like slight. Okay, we let's land here, right? Yeah. Like so, in the West, you had a bunch of expeditionary forces landing. French forces to try to help out these little pockets of rebellions and mm -hmm. kind of gather them together, which eventually it, it kind of came to a head. Um, we are here to help. What do you mean you have but no vine? We know <laughs> if there's one thing about the British at this point is they have a good navy. The best. The best navy in the world. The best. So as the you British are forces, good. <laughs> you British navy are good. Real, Real good. good. <laughs> as the forces the are best. landing. They're thinking we're going to meet a big rebel force, but there's just pockets everywhere. They right. don't, they can't get enough forces organized. together, and the British just wipe them out every time. Yeah, piece by piece. So they're getting, they're getting pretty messed up here. And it actually, like, there's a, there's a second French expedition group that gets messed up in the naval action. They don't even land, but a rebel group was trying to meet them, and uh, there was a United Irish leader named Wolf Tone. Oh man, he gets captured. Tone Loke, the Wolf captured. Tones. And in fact, it will come into play later on. <laughs> it will come into play later on. Um, so the rebellion is pretty much squashed mm -hmm. in in those terms. And instead of just saying like, okay, it's You're squashed. You're a traitor and a rebel spy. Well, here's here's what happened. Instead of saying like, what is that? Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> instead of them saying, okay, we squashed it. Leave it at that. They say, you know what? Acts of Union, we're going to abolish the Irish legislature and the Kingdom of Ireland. It's done. Mm -hmm. They wipe it out. And now, this causes five more years of rebellion, you know, and even more chaos. That will really piss them off. Yeah. So now you have unionists, nationalists, and um, basically just any Irish. All, all Irish sects. Mm -hmm. They're all uh, And Republicans. Yeah. Um, they want complete separation now and independence, right? How long have they been like a part of the empire? Hundreds of years. Hundreds, yeah. Since like the 800s. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this was big. <laughs> so this has been like a thousand years. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, yeah, screw the kingdom. You're done. You know, nah, now that's a lie. It's not that long. It's uh, probably since the 14, 1500s. Okay. So because Tone, Wolf Tone was captured, and I, I don't know the story of him. I don't know if he was killed or anything, but- he was the spirit of this independence, and in his name, all the people that I just mentioned, nationalists, Republicans, unionists, they all want complete separation for his cause. Do it for Wolf. Do it for Wolf Tone. 
Do they get it? Not really, because this goes all the way until 1998 Belfast Good Friday Agreement. And it becomes a problem with this. So the Good Friday Agreement is a referendum to stop all violence. Lay down all arms. Lay down all arms. But they go back to, no, look what you did to Wolf Tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this agree- this thing that what you did, that? the Acts of Union, never should have been. What year was that? Which one? The Belfast Agreement? 1998. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So That's what the Dairy Girls show is It is about. also over the debate. What? That show Dairy Girls? <laughs> what is Dairy Girls? You don't know about Dairy Girls? <laughs> no. It's a TV show about like some teenage Irish girls in the nineties. Why are you, are you? Do you watch this? <laughs> I I've seen clips of it on like Facebook. Okay, it's actually kind of funny. Oh, it, it's a comedy. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. They're, they're Irish girls. They're Irish teenage girls living in Ireland, and then the fun, the finale of the show is the referendum, and like they have to decide which side they're on. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. <laughs> so in the referendum. Um, the interpretation of the 1798 rebellion and why they took out the acts of union came into play again. It's even argued today that like, no, this is, this should have never happened. And like the kingdom should still stand and stuff like that. It's actually pretty interesting. And like, yeah. So if you ever wondered like how far back it goes and what the real split was, this kind of really pushed it into a significant part. I remember the first time we saw primordial in 2008, it was like the week before the Brits, I think, pulled the army troops out of Northern Ireland for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. And Primordial's an Irish band. And I remember yeah. the singer opened the show like with the Irish flag. And he's like, yeah. we are finally free. Something yeah. like that. He, that band is like the most nationalist Irish band mm-hmm. like ever. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking cool. But I remember that show <laughs> like, when awesome. that started. I was like, yeah. this is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a band that we knew nothing about. I discovered them at Hellfest. That's where we saw them. Yeah. That seeing them live and we were like, they fucking yeah. rule. Yeah. He pulled me from I was gonna go see another band. He's like, No, come see them. Because I think they also I did Grass Pop that time. year yeah. when we went. Yeah, well, we went to two festivals. We went yeah. to Hellfest and we went to Grass Pop. I watched them at Hellfest yeah. and you guys were not Randomly, with me. Yeah. And then when we got to grasp, I was like, you need to see this band. Yeah. And it's I didn't of, watch them at Hellfest. I thought I did. You may have, but I he didn't. I know he didn't. I, I and I told him, I was like, you need to come see this. Yeah. Like, it's something else. I think I bought their album. At, <laughs> yeah, I definitely yeah, I I I definitely was there because I saw them twice. Mm-hmm. I bought their album at Grass Pop, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So, yeah, they're, if you've never listened to Primordial, if you're a metal fan, go listen to the Nameless listen Dead to right now. now. Nameless now. Dead and Gathering Wilderness. Gathering Wilderness is amazing. <laughs> the Coffin Chips, bro. <laughs> oh, this St. Patrick's Day, listen to listen to the Dead. Coffin Chips. Take you two, throw them out the fucking window, and yeah. put on Primordial. Yeah, pro- they should be the real, <laughs> the real. Uh, Fuck your Celtic women. <laughs> your Sinead O'Connors. Well, well, the reason why I brought that up is because it actually ties directly into the movie that I'm picking. Well, yes. well, let's go into what picks. Movie? Let's go into some picks here. I'm going to pick The Wind That Shakes the Barley. And we're dropping that St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Week. So 2006, that's like, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, so that's going to come out, you know, like March thir- March 14th. It's about it's about the IRA. So Yep, there you go. Yeah. Ant, what are you picking? Oh, I don't know. Oh, Brian, Ed, what are you picking? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's right. We just recorded that. Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Tim Burton. <laughs> amazing, amazing job by Anthony. What are you actually picking? So I, I texted think- you guys. I was like, do you care if I pick this? And nobody answered me. You never. 
Yeah. I probably did. I just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> did I not care either? I don't. I don't. What is it, Brian? So I was asking you guys. Do you care if I pick the Conqueror? You what? Never... Ma- with John Wayne? Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> you never said that. I one hundred percent did. I can show you my text. This is great. Yeah, I figured we need like you know. We need that level of fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, we need like something just so different and weird. My other, I, I gave you guys like two or three choices that I was thinking of picking, and mm. they were all ignored. Yeah. I was also thinking of picking um, Silence, which is about Portuguese monks trying to convert Japan. the Japanese. Yeah, that movie's fucking I'm great. I'm up for either. Got Whatever you, you want to do, a brain. Dotson. Or I was thinking. Um, Dotson. We got Dotson. Yeah. yeah. So the, I'll, I'll See, ask you guys, cares. which of those two would you prefer? I can't do that. You, it's your pick. I'm open to either. I'm not, shorter. I'm not going to lie. I don't have a single. All right, we'll go the Conqueror. Fuck it. Let's have some Let's fun. Let's fucking yeah, do it. Because we know yes. it's going to be a laugh. It's going to be great. Is it I'm real? Genghis Khan. It's John Wayne playing Genghis Khan. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dying, <laughs> being irradiated throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, China. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> you better believe I'm coming over that wall. <laughs> Oh, now I see it. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the conqueror. If that's cool, and we both ignored you. Yeah, <laughs> I was running, and I like as I was running, I kept checking my phone. I was like, they're really just gonna fucking ignore me. <laughs> All right. Good All night. right, guys. Thank you for listening. Watch, subscribe, like, share. Um, and how's your mental health? How How are you doing today? You Your hand. All right. This is a great this is a great part that we can jump jump into for mental health. You see this? When you cross your your arms, it means you feel threatened. I you feel, feel threatened? You feel threatened? threatened. No, you sure? Feel, I don't feel threatened. You should feel sure. safe. You feel you're threatened. amongst friends. You feel like you're very, very scared and you have to contain yourself. No. No, it's not true at all. <laughs> yes and <laughs> well you know it would help you if you felt threatened um it's better help, better help man. thank you for the smooth transition <laughs> better help is the online therapy tool that you can use to improve your life you can talk to an online licensed therapist today it's fully customizable <laughs> It's fully customizable. What more do you want? You can pick who you want to talk to, what type of person, their faith, your faith, as religious as you want. Maybe you want a priest. I don't know. Talk to someone. Customize it today. Get a help. Get better help. Get Click help. our link down there. Get a help. Did you know that Duck Duck Goose is called Duck Duck Gray Duck in Minnesota? I'm reading a Snapple fact. <laughs> duck Duck Gray Goose? Duck Duck Gray Duck. Duck, duck. They don't say goose. They say gray duck. That doesn't flow. <laughs> it doesn't. Duck, duck, gay duck is what they play down south. You don't I, want to be. I the would gay say duck. here more than south. Wasn't there a show Queer Duck? Y- yes. What? Yes, it was Klasky Chopo. It was Queer Duck. Was he a happy duck or it was like a gay? Was, was it a gay, gay duck? duck? Oh, yeah. He had friends. One was named uh, Oscar Wildcat, and he was a wildcat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the other one was openly gator. He was an alligator. <laughs> That's that's funny. <laughs> I like that. That's good. That's good. That's, I like a good punny name. What about that other one where George Costanza was a duck? Ah, uh, George Costanza was duck a man. duck man. Oh, I forgot about duck man. Yes. Is that the one that's based off the comic? I don't know. I don't know. I think that one was Klasky Chobo, not the other one. Yeah, duck man. Duck yeah, that man. was Jason Alexander. You're right. Yeah. Wow. 1994. <laughs>
Wow, huh. Duckman. Fucking great. Forgot dude. that existed. Duckman. Killing it. <laughs> Killing it. Getting everybody fucking anyway, wild up. Anyway, thank you. Yep. Do your thing. All right. Well, I to give a big thank you to everybody listening and or watching. want to give a big thank you to Tom, Steve, Dave, Brian, Walt, Q, Getem, Landers, Record down in the studio. We greatly appreciate it. Please follow the show on all social media. Our View History Pod on Twitter, Reviewing History Pod everywhere else. Leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify. It helps potential sponsors find the show. We would greatly appreciate that. Um, go to the website. Check it out. Like and subscribe. Tell a friend. Helps us. Help us help you. We'll be able to provide you more entertainment and do more things. Follow me personally on all social media at Brian Rupert. That's with two Ps. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch, including the ones in my personal life. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Bye.